Today on the USA 10cast, we break down the week that was in American soccer. Do the LA Galaxy's re-signings make them a lock to win MLS Cup? Should MLS players keep doing their short loan deals to play for European teams? And Bob Bradley's example in the face of tragedy in Egypt. All next on the USA 10cast. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the USA 10cast. John Arnold in Phoenix, joined by two USA 10 kit uh, writers today. Uh, first, making a appearance after a long drought. Noah, we're really glad to have you back. Noah Davis, how's it going, man? That's good. I'm glad to be back. Sorry I missed you guys. And we missed you dearly, but um, listeners will also be glad that Anthony Menino is here. How's it going, Anthony? Uh, it's going great, you know. Just no. living that excellent college life. No, no special intro for you because you're kind of old news by now. Uh, let's get I straight know. into the <laughs> let's get straight into the soccer. Um, the big kind of American soccer news this week was the Los Angeles Galaxy not content to sit on their laurels after the MLS Cup. They're basically bringing the whole gang back, and Juninho re-signing this week, surprising a lot of people who were in the know. Uh, and then a lot of people in the know decided this means the Galaxy are going to win the MLS Cup again. Do you guys agree? Is it true? Is this re-signing the key to the Galaxy lifting the hardware again in November? I'm not sure if it's the key. I mean, I think it's 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 a great piece to a team that was already very, very good and was probably already the favorite. I think it makes them more the favorite, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be very, very good. Uh, it, it's exciting. I'm, I'm kind of glad. To, I mean, I'd be looking forward to seeing them play. I think perhaps kind of part of the reason that I... I guess it's just kind of been a slow week. I feel like people blew this signing up and made it out to be a little bit more than it really was. I agree, Junia. Very integral piece. Um, and, and I think it'll be a big deal. And again, I mean, I think you would have called them the favorites before, so you're right. Now they're the super favorites. Anthony, your thoughts? I think it's great for the league, first of all. I think uh, Juninho last year, along with uh, Linda Pear, was probably the two most underrated foreign players uh, in the MLS. And I think the LA Galaxy going out, you know, they have two great DP players now, including Landon Donovan, and them going out and saying, no, that's not enough. We want to bring Juninho back in. Hopefully this will push other teams. This will make make teams like Houston Dynamo, who are also a great team, but they don't have a DP player, go out and, you know, sign a, a, a big name. And other teams around the league saying, you know what, now LA, is, they have an amazing team. If we want to even come close to competing with them, they have to go out and sign someone. And I think um, Leonardo, who also signed with Galaxies, mm-hmm. is, is a big key this year. Because with Gonzalez out, Leonardo can play center back, and that will allow, you know, he can fill in that position while Gonzalez is out for the majority of that year. I think the other aspect of this that is good for MLS, you mentioned encouraging teams to buy, but I think it also gives MLS uh, a villain, almost like the Heat were good for the NBA last year. You have this team that's kind of stacked that everyone says this is the favorite. They won it last year. And, you know, they already kind of have some, I guess, natural villains for fans of other MLS teams. I think it kind of brings in that element of this is a team that if you're not a fan of, it's going to be easy to hate. And I think that's always good for a league's kind of marketing cred. And also dynasties are good for a league. I I would add that in as well. I I think at the same time, I mean, it's nice for MLS fans to hate the Galaxy. I think also for sort of non-soccer fans or maybe non-MLS fans, it's also nice to be able to root for the galaxy and be like look at all this talent that's on that's on this team you know i think that's sort of the other angle from the you know 
the point of where MLS is trying to draw fans in from other sports and also, you know, fans of the EPL, fans of La Liga, that they can look to the Galaxy and be like, oh man, this team is incredible. You know, they have Beckham, they have Donovan, they have uh, Keane, they have all these guys and they're great. You mentioned uh, Donovan Keane. They're kind of coming to the Coming to the end of their loan deals with their respective EPL teams, Donovan making a cameo at Everton, Robbie Keane at Aston Villa. Um, kind of wanted to talk about that. Is, is this system that we have of kind of MLS almost giving some substitute players, um, is it good? Do you want to see this continue? Anthony, uh, your thoughts first. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of it. I think um, uh, we should, you know, force to have a longer season. I, I, I'm I'm of the idea that we should be on, you know, the more European schedule. I think uh it allows things to happen like what happened to Gonzalez. Also, um I mean players like Donovan and Keane, those are the players I mean it's fun. It's awesome to see Donovan doing great things for Everton. It's awesome to see Keane doing great things for Austin Villa. But I would prefer if if players are going to go out in these loan spells. Let's have our younger guys go out and, you know, impress in the Premier League and uh, La Liga, Bundesliga, and leagues like that. Like, we know Donovan can do this. And, I mean, I wish he was over there full-time like Dempsey. No, you've been a long-time close observer of Landon Donovan. What do you think? (laughs) Um, I I think it's great that he's getting the time over there. I think he's actually been... Um, better than a lot of people. I think he needed it. You know, he needed to go over and show that he could play in Europe. I'm glad he's coming back. Uh, he's a huge asset to MLS. Um, yeah, it would it be nice to see him over there full time? I, I mean, sure. I think you know. I think there's definitely some part of him that wants to be over there full time. But the fact is that he's not, and he's got a great situation in LA. He's got a great team, like we just talked about. Uh, he's great for the league and. You know, MLS is a good league. It's it's not the EPL. No other league in the world is the EPL. Um, I, I think it's nice that he gets this this two years or sorry, the two months span. I mean, he didn't do it last year because he was tired. I think that was a kind of you know a, a good thing for him to come out and say and say, look, I need a break. And clearly, this year he didn't need a break, and you're seeing in his play, he's been great. Well, I th- I think it's good for older players, though. I think it's uh, great for players like Landon Donovan and Keane who want to prove, you know, like, we're still good enough to hold play on. in the EPL. Hold on, Anthony. What? For just a few minutes ago, you said it was good for the younger players. Well, I know. I think it's <laughs> I think it's better for the younger players. But I guess you know, at the end of the career, someone like Landon Donovan, who's never been able to play in the EPL, I guess that they can prove it for a couple months yeah i'd prefer them to play and i prefer us to be on the epl schedule but in the current system it's okay it's not the system i like but with the current system do do i mind them doing it no i I guess that's what i'm saying trying to say i don't i don't like what we have now but with what we have now if they go and do this it's okay yeah, but that's not going to change anytime yeah. soon. Right? I yeah. agree with you. I mean, I think I think the ideal would be to be on the European schedule, but there are clearly problems with that, and there are difficulties from you know various aspects of MLS that won't allow that. And you know, hopefully in the future it will, or maybe it won't. And they'll figure it out. But I think it's I think it's great these guys have opportunities. I mean, it'd be great to see the younger guys over there as well. Uh, I think one of the problems with that is that they are the younger guys, and they are not the the. You know, they don't have the credibility that Donovan has. Um, 
the, with Gonzalez, I mean, that's just sort of a fluke injury, and it's right. it's very sad, but it's like, that can happen to anyone. You right. Know? Yeah, I mean, you could have had a guy go down with that kind of injury. I mean, even Gonzalez himself, you know, maybe in the January camp. But I think kind of the thing here is it's great for fans, um, and I think it might be good for MLS when you see these guys really doing quite well in, in one of the top, if not the top, league in the uh, kind of in the world. Uh, speaking of the world... That's my segue to uh, Bob Bradley, the former U.S. manager, and currently, I believe, the only American managing a foreign national team, unless you count Thomas Rangan with American Samoa, but that's kind of a loan deal. Anyway, Bradley, with uh, some very, very uh, difficult um, obstacles to overcome in Egypt, uh, of course, many of you have heard, hopefully all of you have heard of the tragedy at the soccer match there in Port Said, Bradley marching with the some of the Egyptian ultras the next day um, in support of that. And he's been um, kind of uh, at the forefront, I guess, of, of some of the media coverage, at least here in, in America on the English side. I guess he's the obvious story peg. But uh, no, uh, just some thoughts, I guess, on your thoughts on Bradley and, and how he has been able to kind of handle this situation. And I, we never would have expected this, obviously, when he took the Egypt job earlier uh, a couple months ago. But uh, it seems like uh, he's the right man for the job, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a tragic situation, and I, I don't want to make you know his good treatment of it, and you know how well he's handled it, any bigger than it needs to be. Because mm-hmm. it's you know he's a pretty small part of this, but I I think he deserves some, you know, he deserves some praise for how how well he's handled this situation, and you know he's he's said all the right things and. He he feels all the right things, and I spent a lot of time watching him over the last you know four years when he was coaching the U.S. and I, I think he's a guy that very much cares about his job, and I think everything that he's done, you know, before the tragedy with kind of living in, you know, in Cairo and and not just flying in, and then everything he's done after it has been it's been amazing, and it's been it's sort of uh, you know it, it's. It's great to watch. Uh, great's not the right word there, but um, it, it's been sort of. I've been honored to, you know, have him representing the U.S. in some way that's not quite that dramatic. But I'll right. go with that. Right. Yeah. I, I think, of course, everyone can. Uh, I, I think everyone's on the same page, uh, kind of agreeing the tragedy at, at that soccer match was a horrible thing and something that we never like to see in our sport. Uh, Brent had a really good piece on ESPN, kind of explaining some of the external factors that went into it but again on a much much smaller scale um, Bradley has kind of I feel like done Americans in general and an American soccer community uh, proud so I, shout I think out to it kind of shows the class that uh, Bob Bradley has you know regardless of what you think of him as a manager you can nothing you can't question his character you can't question you know his mindset and you know what he wants to do obviously He's only a coach there in Egypt, but he's trying everything uh, he can. And, uh, you know, I praise him for everything that he's done, uh, the little he can for the country. And, you know, him going out on the street and, you know, standing with, uh, uh, walking with the fellow Egyptians just, uh, for me, is for someone who's just supposed to coach soccer, is kind of incredible. And, you know, for anyone who wants to be a young manager or something like that, you know, he's Bob Bradley would be a good guy to look up to, I guess. Yeah, many uh, many a man probably would have left after that situation. It's uh, going to be a tough go for him going forward. Um, I think we wish him all the best, and of course, 
our thoughts continue to be with the Egyptian soccer fans and uh, on a broader scale, you know, the Egyptian people, uh, yeah, all, all people, but that's kind of dramatic uh, again. But um, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, I guess this is a good time to draw this podcast rapidly to an end. Uh, thanks for joining us, Noah. Hey, thanks for having me. And Anthony, thank you. Oh, thanks a lot. And uh, Always listen. nice to be on. Oh, I, I cut you off. All right, listen, thanks so much Hi. for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week on the USA Dumbcast. Have a good time.